Amen. Uh, let's open our Bibles, please, to John chapter 4. That was really great. John chapter 4, we're going to begin reading in verse uh, 9. And we're continuing our studies about uh, dust and ashes, or ashes and dust. Uh, last week we talked about air and dirt, and tonight we're going to talk about water and salt. John 4, verse 9. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given, given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst but the water that I shall give him shall be in him, a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you bless the study. Help us to understand the importance of uh, water what it means to us spiritually, first of all, and then uh, physically with uh, nourishment of our health so that we might have a healthy body to live when that wellspring flows. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I realize it's very, very uh, you're stepping on some toes when you talk about what somebody puts in their mouth. Uh, but I love you. I really care about you. I think about this all the time. Very important for our health. And uh, once again, I'm not a doctor. Don't claim to be. I'm just going to give you some uh, principles from God's Word. Hydration, we know, is essential for life. We know that kidney, our kidneys are probably the most important organ. Most people don't realize that. They are very, uh, they work in concert with our heart and our lungs. And what I want to point out tonight is water is not enough. You have to have the right type of water at the right time and the right way and the right quality. I think so often we, we overlook this especially in the day in which we live with modern technology. And I remember we used to drink out of the old nasty rubber hose. Didn't bother me a bit. I'm still here. I'm still here. Uh, there was no such thing as bottled water. And if, if, you, if you study it, and uh, that mineral water, a lot of times, it's bottled by a Pepsi-Cola and Coca-Cola. And then when you look, it'll say, from Fort Worth City, uh, you know, where did it really come from? 
And then they put a French name on there, Perrier, or uh, put some bubbles in it, and uh, Dasani, I don't know what type of name that is. But I think a lot of times we dupe ourselves in certain ways, but there's, there's principles about this. So we know in the Bible, the Word of God is likened to water. Now ye clean through the washing of the water of the Word, of the Word which I have spoken unto you. And the Holy Spirit uh, is very important. And He is likened to water, which is a river of water that will flow out of our belly, the river of life, the gushing river of life. The wellspring will be within you You'll never thirst again. Uh, and it's also in John uh, 7, verse 38. So we have eternal life, the water that we drink of, the water of the Word of God, the bread of life also, and the water of the eternal Holy Spirit of God. We know that we're sustained by the water of God. So the water or the, the liquid, the fluid, the flowing life is all throughout the Word of God. In Psalm 65, 9, the Bible talks about a river of God uh, and uh, thrust and thrust out if you will thirst for God. And so water that we need it physically for hydration is to remind us of our true need. We need the water of God. We need eternal water. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the washing of the water of the Word. So it's necessary for all life on earth and for our bodies. I looked it up again. There's different percentages, but the latest one I looked at says our body is composed of 71% water. So basically, if you look at that, you have about a 70-30 percentage in our body. And it is also true, I, I think, approximately, of the landmass versus the water covering the face of the earth, about a 70-30. So it's very important if, if we're 70% water, then we better get the right kind, and we better do it in the right way at the right time, and we better understand the necessity of this. And I think a lot of us are sold a sales pitch. And a lot of us have bought it hook, line, and sinker. So the Spirit moved on the water, Genesis. Moses was drawn from the water. They were saved in the ark by the judgment of the flood. You have the running water in the law also bathing in water there's two different ways to cleanse physically also ceremonially in under the law in the old testament and bitter water brings a curse it has a type of poison and then you have they always would pitch by the water and job talked about uh, snowy water so you have this thirsting the quenching the rains, the floods, uh, big time flood. Then you have the drying, the assuaging. Then it even becomes a drought. 
Uh, we know Psalm 1, our goal is to be a tree planted by what? The rivers of water. Amen. And if you are, you're going to bring forth fruit. Without that, there can be no fruit. Jeremiah 31, 12, the Bible says, If you're right with God, your soul shall be a watered garden. There will be the, the right amount of water. So, so notice, you can have too much water, by the way. You know, you get root rot. That'll kill you just as quick as uh, not enough water. So if you get enough water, it will be everlasting. There will be this balance, approximately the proportion of 70 to 30. And then you have to have the right kind of water. And this is what I want to talk about tonight. And you have to have it filtered right. And you have to have the mixture. So what, what does the Bible say? When Israel went out by the exodus, by the miracle of God, and uh, they were led by a pillar of fire by uh, night, pillar of cloud by day, that the rock followed them. And that rock is Christ. And out of this rock gushed water. Now some people say there was about 3 million Jews. I've heard other numbers. I'm not sure. I think only God knows. But there was a lot of them in a desert. And so that rock, came, uh, this water gushed forth. And we know about, if you've ever studied it or been to caves, about the percolation of the water filtering down through the limestone. And uh, like on the river out here, the Frio River, sometimes we'll find rocks with holes in it. And the geologists will say, that was caused by the percolation of the water filtering through. Uh, I don't think they know for sure because they weren't there. Uh, they sure think they know everything, but you know uh, they weren't there. It's, it's theory, most of that. So you have to have then this right mixture, if you will, with the minerals coming out of the earth, the rock, and what I want to talk about is salt the right kind of salt so we live in a day where men steal the tithe do not let the land rest they don't honor the sabbath uh the principle of the sabbath every seven days and and have a day of rest they they uh desecrate the lord's day and then they will not let the land rest every seven years in the farm fields they're pumping the aquifer. Uh, the, all the springs are drying up. You talk to anybody all throughout the West, especially. They're pumping it dry for uh, irrigations, all these pivots. And uh, also all the other things that they are spraying on the farm fields, which percolates down, gets in the water. And then we're drinking this because have to have it. Then you look at like carbonated filters, all kinds of reverse osmosis, all sorts of things out there uh, that men try to do. And, uh, you know, because it's all about that right there. Always, you know, uh, somebody told me one time, if there's any question, if you don't know the motive, and it's a real mystery, all you have to do is go to that. It's always about the uh, almighty dollar. Now, if you've been up to like Panhandle Plains, uh, yeah, I recommend you to go there. Great, 
Great Plains Indian place and also dinosaurs. They, uh, up there they claim there's a river under the panhandle, if you've ever seen that and studied it, and there's a big old lake under there. And, uh, but what was it like before they started pumping it? There was water everywhere. You know, we, uh, you can walk along, you can see a little draw, we call it, in a dry creek, and find arrowheads everywhere. You know why? Because in the old days, there was water running right there. And that was a camp, and people have to have water. Uh, now, it's all dried up. So Christ, the rock, filters it, and he holds it, and he mixes it with himself. So what did he tell us? That we are to be what? The salt of the earth. Amen. And the salt has to have a savor about it. Uh, if you've ever had like, just say the old Morton's table salt, and somehow you didn't flip the, sw the spout or whatever, and uh, it was moist and humid, air got in there, and then it, it coagulates, that's probably the wrong word, but then you put some out and you taste it, it's not salty anymore. It lost its savor. So the Bible tells us that we are to be salty, very salty. And in the Word of God, salt is not just a seasoning, but it brings preservation and longevity. David was given a covenant of salt. And so that's how great salt is in bringing longevity. So when we look at water, um, a lot of times we have been told things that are not necessarily true about salt, also about water. You know, when you were young, would you ever dream you'd pay a dollar sixty-nine for a bottle of plastic thing that big, and then you think you're really healthy? <laughs> and when back in the good old days, we just drink right from the faucet. Who cared? I mean, uh, and, you know they'll say we didn't know any better, but we're we're all still here. You know, we weren't we weren't locked in a car seat either. You know, we were playing in my dad's car in that back, da that back dashboard. We were playing games. I mean, we were playing football back there. We we didn't know what a what a we didn't know what a seat belt was. Um, but yes, and they also had mobile bathrooms. Amen. Yeah, and your dad wouldn't stop. We're going to Oklahoma, boy. Tough figure it out. Uh, but nowadays, you had all these fancy rest stops, and notice all the, uh, we saw this going up there to Oklahoma last week, all the vending machines, they were rearranging and putting in these high dollar, high tech water drinks. Very safe, very unsavory. Uh, so, you have to have the adequate amount because your water, your 70%. You, you don't hold it in your stomach. I know this is real deep. This is what we're getting at. You do not hold your hydration of your body in your digestive system. And if you just drink 
a lot of water, but the wrong kind at the wrong time. Well, it's going to go through the urinary bladder. It's just going to pass through. You're not going to get hydrated. And so that 70-30 will be out of balance, and you're going to get dehydration, which causes a lot of problems. You could get cramps, you know, all sorts of problems. Um, and that's just one of them. So when you, when you think about this, it's held in the muscles, the joints, and the organs of the body. It's not held in your stomach, in your intestines, in your urinary bladder. The purpose of that is when you drink it, it's supposed to be assimilated into the body so that you have the right proportion of the water and the dirt, because that's all we are. I know that, I wish I could tell you different. We're water and dirt breathing air. Uh, if you think you're a hot shot, you're water and dirt breathing air. So, uh, it's kind of humbling. But, um, so, 50-50 is not a balance. It's not. And I was taught this in China. You need a minimal of 40-60 is not even a balance. You have to have 70-30. And so, in the old days, there was no coronation. You know, there was, you know, go to a, just open a city faucet and go buy some Starbucks coffee or whatever you think's high quality and just make it with that chlorine water and see what it tastes like. Uh, not too good. And you'll go to a restaurant and they'll bring you some, can I have a glass of water? And it's, it's just nothing but chlorine. Uh, and because people are afraid of getting bugs or something, I guess. They're afraid of microscopic organisms. Uh, in the old days, we didn't care. We, we made it so far. Uh, so if you think about then, you have this, I'm just saying some things in passing, leading up to something, hopefully. Uh, so when it, whenever you drink a lot of dark liquids, which most people do, that's not real balance because now you're supposed to balance the dark liquids with the clear liquid. And it's not Mountain Dew. Like, like, like my cousin, she told me in Oklahoma, look, Jeff, it's Mountain Dew. Uh, but anyway, the... Uh, and, and so, well, that's transparent. No, not really. It's not clear. So, you have the, uh, say you drink two cups of coffee, or you drink six cups of coffee. How, how much water do you have to drink to balance that dark? You know, if you drink, well, I, I drunk four glasses of chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, so notice, Christ is the rock, filters it, comes out of him. He is eternal. He's the salt of the earth. He told us to be salty. So you can't just drink caffeinated water. And then you'll say, well, I drink this, but it's decaffeinated. And then, but that's not 
real health. Uh, and, and then you can't drink sugar water. You know, when I was a kid, the big deal was Kool-Aid. And I never forgot, my mom would take a big old cup and pour this sugar. And then a little cup of this stuff that turned it a color and she'd stir it up and then they'd make like popsicles out of it. They'd pour it in a form, put it in the freezer. Boy, we were really living. Uh, yeah, but but it, but what what is it really? Sugar water, and and people would say, you you can't drink that sugar water and be healthy. And so what happens? You have all these people with diabetes. Even when they're young, they're they're on the habit. It affects the uh, kidneys, blood flow, the extremities. All these sort certain consequences start setting in. And so you've got sugar water, and then you've got um, caffeinated water, and then you've got chlorinated water, and then you've got supposed mineral water, and then look, look really what's in there. I mean, is it really what you need? Uh, and hopefully I'm just trying to give you something to think about tonight. So if you think about biblical salt, and basically, it's 60% chloride, 40% sodium. It varies, but there's different types. So why is it, though, that we always hear salt's bad for you? We always hear sodium will kill you. Um, but the reality is sodium is good in the right amount. Everything's right in the right amount. But most people, they try to take out all salt, and then they become afraid of salt. I know some people who are afraid of it. Oh, it's salt. You're made out of the earth. You need salt. You need the right kind. So what happens is you have these different types. You know, you got kosher salt. That's what the Jews use. You've got Himalayan pink salt from, is that from Tibet or somewhere over there? You've got sea salt, which is really good. And then you have table salt, which, you know, I studied this. It has, what's bad about it, it has one-third more sodium. So what's bad about sodium is it raises your blood pressure. That's, that's the thing, too much of it. So think about it. If you don't have enough, what's going to happen? You have low blood pressure because the salt is is going to affect your blood pressure and that's going to affect your heart. So they'll say sodium gives you high blood pressure, could cause stroke, could cause heart attack, could cause heart disease. And so then, but some people, boy, they're, have you ever seen them? salt the french fries at a fast food it's this thing about that big and it has a handle and the holes are gigantic and i mean there it is. Uh, but that's the wrong kind or too much of the wrong kind so if you think about sea salt evaporated what is it magnesium calcium potassium all the things we need but then you have the table, um, table saw is stripped of all those good things and then they add iodine and 
so, because what is, they prevent goiters, they have all these little sneaky things. And then they have the cute little girl with the umbrella when it rains, it pours. And, but, you know there were wars fought over salt? You know how many people have died over salt? It's that valued by uh, mankind. So Leviticus 2.13, Mark 9.49. Offerings were seasoned with salt. They had, it was required by law to use salt. Numbers 18.19. It's a covenant of salt God gave to David. And the Davidic kingdom and the Davidic covenant is typified by salt. It will be preserved forever. Job 6, 6 talks about seasoning. Is there any taste in the white of an egg? No. I mean, you know, have you ever noticed people with these, these new uh, supposed healthy things? What's it called? Frittata or something. It's, an, it's a whipped up white of an egg and throw some spinach in there and then they tell you off if you put any salt on it. It's kind of strange. That's not healthy. No, they don't say it that way. Um, so, uh, the, in Matthew 5.13, talks about preservation and taste. That it's good. So, the goal is to have the right kind and the right amount. The uh, kosher salt, I looked into this, it's, it's a bigger granule and God showed Israel how to get the blood out of the meat. And, you know, I know this is preparation, but I think there's something to that. The fat is the Lord's, the blood is the Lord's, and the kosher salt gets it out. It, it somehow separates it so that the, uh, the law could be followed for Israel. So if you have too much of these things, diuretics, that shrink the blood vessels, like caffeine and too much salt, well, now your heart's pumping, but you've constricted the, the vessel, and now you've got pressure, more pressure. So you have to get the vessel, and I'm not a doctor, I just looked this up, the vessel at, at the way God made it, so that when the heart pumps, the blood flows normally and naturally. And, and you know what it's like if you, in the old days, when we drink out of the water hose, you wanted to spray somebody, you just put your hand over there, and you'd, you'd cover the nozzle and, and increase pressure with unchlorinated rubber rot dry hose water and uh, so you'd increase the pressure so isn't it interesting that Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt at the Dead Sea which is very salty and it has a lot of minerals so if you think about all the the problems with America is really a water problem but we have all that water but you have all the sugary drinks, caffeinated drinks, and then you have 
false mineral drinks and the Bible talks about fire and brimstone fire and brimstone so a lot of times what will happen with liver failure and your, your liver has many functions but one is that it will uh, detoxify the blood fluid will do what? be retained I've heard about this a lot uh, they have to have fluids drained their body swells up because of fluid retention and uh, there's no way to release it because of the constriction of the vessels and uh, other systems of the body. So when you look at electrolytes, the, uh, you know, when you think about the smallest of chemicals required for cells to function properly. Have you noticed now that Pedialyte is uh, advertising for adults when it used to be a child's what? That's amazing. This must be a miracle. Yeah. It's a real miracle that they're getting more of our money. So, what the sodium does when you study it, it helps with the electrical signals in the body because we have electricity. And so, the adrenal glands and, and the hormones, all these things, we operate by electricity. So the neurological system, which is greatly governed by your liver, uh, if it's stagnant or out of balance or it has a lot of toxins, then you're going to have a lot of problems physically. So if, if you think about it, caffeine is what? Diuretic. Pharmaceuticals, diuretic. Liquor, diuretic. So the water wants to leave and then you have all these men with, uh, I guess I can say, prostate problems, you know, and they're, that's a big deal now. And it's, it's all pretty much pretty simple. You know, if you figure it out, we are dirt and water breathing air. So, if you get too much sodium from the, uh, and, and because they took all the minerals out, they depleted it, and then they increased the sodium. That's going to cause your blood pressure to go up. And that's why there's road rage in the fast food lines. You know, there's road rage in, in uh, honk, and what do you mean i got to park around the other side? I thought this was fast food. Uh, so anyway, and, so, and really, you know, I... I can't prove this. I think it's true. Why do they do that? Because they want you to get a sugary drink. It's oversalted carbohydrates and starches. Now they're putting it in the meat. Salt's in the meat. Look it up. And then you have salt in all the vinegar with the mustard and the ketchup and all that stuff. And then it's kind of like how foolish Americans are. Let's see, I'll have a biggie size with Baconator, with triple cheese, and uh, jumbo fries with a Diet Coke. <laughs> it's so funny how people think they're going to add a Diet Coke to, to balance all that. Uh, but, no, you over-sodium, sodiumized, that's not a word. So now they're home, you'll get a sugary drink. 
Just study what that does to you, your kidneys, your liver. So too much from prepared foods because why? It's convenient. So you have monosodium glutamate, I think that's what it is, a preservative. After you eat that stuff, you feel like you got the gout. I mean, all your joints hurt, wake up the next day, you can't walk, you're a hunchback, you feel like somebody kicked you in the knee, and you go, what happened to me? Oh yeah, I ate one of those meals. What? It's very quiet in here. Um, so, but if you don't get enough, you have the lack of, of uh, electrolytes, so your cells can't function. So everything is about a balance, and everything is about the right amount. Now we're out of time, and, uh, but I'd like to say this. Did you know that if you would just get water, I know this is deep, and put Himalayan pink salt in it, or sea salt in the right amount. You would be nourishing your body with what it needs, with the right amount of uh, chloride and sodium, and then your body would be able to assimilate the liquid so that it would go into your muscles, your joints, and your organs. You know, they say your legs are the first thing to die. Stay flexible, work out, move, keep moving, stretch. Stay flexible, why? Because your heart has to work twice as hard to get the blood from your big toe back up to your heart as it did because gravity helps to go down to your foot. So. The key is the right type of salt. And I've seen a lot of people healed because all they drink is water and they don't get any help. It actually makes them worse because it just passes through. But if you get the right amount of uh, right sodium balance and the right minerals, then that's going to cause your body to assimilate these things. Now we're out of time. I'm really going to meddle. But I really believe this, and if you want to listen, you can. We'll be through in just a minute. Uh, so there's a lot of mistakes with water. You know, number one, people don't drink any. Boy, that's a deep one. Number two, they drink colored water. They drink sugary water. They drink caffeinated water. They drink only dark water. Uh, next, you're not supposed to gulp your water. And I know this is really meddling, but you're not supposed to drink a bunch of it at one time. When I was in football, they'd say, don't blow it up at halftime. Some little kid be over there at the water thing. Coach is giving us a pet, you know, a, a speech. He's over there. And he's throwing up by like the third play of the second half. I saw it happen a lot. They'd have to unbuckle their pants and pull them like they got the breath knocked out of them. Uh, you're not supposed to guzzle. You know, we all have our tendencies. Next, don't, don't gulp. So if you gulp your water, you're going to blow it up. You're swallowing air. So how are you going to digest your food and then the water hydrate in where it's supposed to 
if you're guzzling and if you're gulping. Isn't it interesting that there's a drink called the Big Gulp? Excuse me. Just look how healthy they are. And they may look good now when they're young. Just see what they turn into. You cannot digest your food right if you're a guzzler. Or you're supposed to just drink it slowly and uh, in balance. This will make some of you mad. You're not supposed to drink water before you eat or while you eat. You only drink enough water so you don't get choked. This is all a plan. Sodium food, full of grease, big gulp, sugary drink. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm not into sissy sticks. I never liked them. I was taught, you know, that they're sucking on that thing and then they hit the bottom. And then, they, and then they think if they shake the ice, it'll somehow miraculously make more sugary drink. Like if I can shake it, somehow there's going to... And then it's off to see the wizard. Uh, all you can drink. Push that button. You'll notice they'll pour the ice out. Uh, so... If you drink while you're eating and guzzling, you're not going to digest your food right, and the water is not going to hydrate your body. Something bad is going to happen. All right, starts with a D. <laughs> All right, we're almost through. Next, this, this will really make you mad. You're only supposed to drink when you're thirsty. If you know your body, and listen to your body. It'll tell you when you're thirsty. You don't have to force it. You know, like, I have to get my eight glasses in because I... Not, your body may not need it. If you're already holding the, the uh, 37 balance, you don't need to guzzle and gulp and what do we call it? Chug. Your big gulp. Uh, your three liter. Whatever it is. Why? Because your body will tell you. You don't have to, nobody needs eight, not everybody needs eight whatever it is a day. I know some of us in the medical field here, I'm going to get in big trouble. But if you listen to your body, you go, hey, I'm thirsty, I need to drink some water. But you don't have to force it, especially while you're eating or right before you're going to eat. And so the old saying is, time for supper. Not now, Mom. I'm full. Not now, Mom. I've got a tummy ache. And what have you been doing? Guzzling. <laughs> Something. So, uh, all I'm saying, is, I said all that to say this. I love you. I care about you. If you can get the right balance of the water and the salt, your body will be hydrated. And if you can get that, you're going to be healthy. And if you're healthy, you'll have more energy to serve God and to go about your daily activities. All right, let's stand. All right, I hope you have a great week. Remember, are you Friday night at 6? Please pray for that. Uh, soul winning this Saturday, pray for the services. 
pray for those who have medical tests and also uh, tests for their career. Pray for Brother Cardenas. And uh, remember, Evelyn's baby shower is Sunday night right after the service. Pray for her and the baby. And then please pray for Evelyn. I'm, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. She's not feeling well. All right, so we're going on a trip. We will miss uh, Sunday. I hate to be gone. Pray for us. And uh, Lord willing, be back right after that. Amen. Do we have any other announcements? All right.